This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's time once again for another splendid edition of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 30 Rackway, beautiful New Windsor, Illinois. I am super happy to be back in studio. I'm Steve. Next to me is Doug. Yo. Got Eric. Yo, yo, yo. Kurt. What up? Some special guest, a turkey slayer, Austin. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, please forgive me. Lord Chandler. How art thou? <laughs> uh, thou art uh, thou is, ist. Good. I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't speak old English. Uh, and then uh, we got uh, a super tall Brennan. Hello. Because I, I remember your uh, name on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Brennan Jensen. He's the newest member of what was Team Hang and Bang, Team WCB now. We, I had to get rid of the Hang and Bang. So welcome. Gang, gang. Welcome you to bet. the studio. I'm excited to be here. And did you introduce Eric? Yeah. Did. I did. I, I did. like it. Why, how I did. come I'm like almost last now? You used to like go this way, but now you go the other. Because you're not important anymore. You switched your rotation. Because <laughs> yeah. do you not save the? Because you save the best for last, right? Yeah, nice save. All right, good. I'm just trying to keep my job. Sick. But, six, yeah, six, six, you're, six. you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you give a, uh, a veteran shout out. I do. You let's get right into that. It's good to see you guys as smiling. I know faces. it's kind of weird, ain't it? Oh, I know it is weird. It's been a while. Um, I just want to get something out of the way before we get to this veteran shout out. Fuck Zoom podcast. Fuck Skype. <laughs> fuck any sort of video conferencing. It's good to get you by, but it's not the same. And if any other nerd podcaster tells you that's good, they're lying to themselves. Because in studio, it, they're saying that because they don't have a studio to podcast. Right, in. right. <laughs> Dude, you know what sucks? I Sorry. have to uh, for for. Uh, for my apprenticeship, so we got class, and obviously with the, the stay-at-home order, and we do hope everybody is uh, staying safe out there, and, you know, make sure you're taking precautions, don't do anything stupid, six feet from ugly people, you know what I mean? Uh, dude, I have to, we have to do all our classes on uh, Zoom, and I was, like, so happy we were done with Zoom, so, yeah, and for all next week, all my class, or not next week, a week after, yeah, I'm like, damn it. There, I there was a this. video I seen this guy was in class at college, 
And he was sitting there cleaning a turkey uh-huh. on the Zoom video. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I started seeing people like Lil, Lil Dicky like popped into someone's just like randomly like they invited him to class and he just showed up. Like they're trying to have biology class or something. It's amazing. Yeah, but I do think that we are essential because we get to go in some working class people's earbuds that are essential at work and they can't listen to the radio. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're technically media, so we're providing you guys news and information. So real take, shit yeah, for once. We'll take that as <laughs> very <laughs> essential. I'm glad we're essential. <laughs> All right, guys, vet shout out this week is a uh, paratrooper, Eric Graham from three dead or slash five zero four. I know you guys are laughing at me. I don't know how to pronounce how that those numbers go. Parachute Infantry Regiment, 82nd Airborne Division. He's a Desert Storm vet. He actually just drove from Alabama and is in Boston currently uh, helping his girlfriend, who's a nurse, um, at the medical aid hospital against COVID. Uh, he's a uh, he's a hard dick, tight-lipped, rock-solid paratrooper who will fight until Valhalla. Airborne uh, all the way. And that's from a good buddy of ours, Gene. He said, thank you for your service. And we want to say thank you for your service, Eric. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. And uh, also, as a little side note, my Gene did wanted to say also thanks to all the first responders and medical folks out there helping fight the virus. So that's from Gene and, again, all of us, too. Awesome. Thank you. Yep, thank yep. you. Thanks, thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. It's crazy out <laughs> here. Dude, um, can, you, can someone call in a turkey yelling coronavirus? That'd be amazing. If, you're, if your pattern was good. All right. If your, uh, I don't, your rhythm. <laughs> good turkey rhythm. <laughs> the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. That's right. Steve, what's your favorite thing about HHA? I learned Scotty Bakken. I would say the fact that it's made in America. I would say the fact that single pins have changed the way that I want to hunt and how... Uh, how I really have to focus on how close something is, learning to judge distance. It just made me a better archer. What's our, what's our code? Hmm. WCB. And it's a 15, lifetime 15. warranty, people. There's That's a lifetime warranty. Thank you, Eric. And the podcast is also brought to you by Scent Crusher. And, Eric, mm-hmm. what's your favorite Scent Crusher product today? <laughs> I, I get Sorry. everyone who's drinking. <laughs> yeah. 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 Take that, a drink. I was Let's taking see. a drink of beer. Um, right now, the uh, room clean, actually. And run the shits out of that. That's fair. That's the shits out of the it. Shits. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Um, we just did a podcast with Dan a few weeks ago about how we're not claiming that it can kill coronavirus, but it ozone is proven to kill viruses. So yep. I told my wife that she's been running that bitch everywhere in the house. <laughs> that bitch has been running everywhere now. <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, that bitch <laughs> Carol Baskin. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Thermoseat. And Doug, you're going to tell me why you like Thermoseat. Why do I like thermos seat? Their seats are amazing. Uh, they got the D wedge. That that thing saved my ass last Dude, weekend. It's super nice. <laughs> Literally, you don't set up against the tree anymore with your back hurting all the time or a fence post. Stay off wet leaves. You know, yeah, stay off wet leaves. Just chill in there and support yourself. That's right. And support thermos seat while you're supporting yourself. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Ooh, good people. Mm. That's kind of an Americana ish hunt, yeah. hunting brand, right? Thermos seats have been oh, around for... They've been around for fucking ever, haven't they? Yeah, I think early Since 80s. For yeah, a long 80s. fucking time, dude. A true yeah, working dude. class <laughs> company. Um, his Joey's dad started like making them by hand and like mm-hmm. brought one to work. And one dude's like, hey, you should start selling these. That's how that company started, which is cool. Um, Victory Archery. Austin, why do we like Victory Archery? <laughs> I've been shooting them three or four years now. 
just good, solid, consistent arrows, man. You wipe the blood off of them and go again. Yeah. I'm rocking the 60-grain stainless ounce cert on mine, put put a little FOC up front, and the rip TKOs are nasty, man. I got a dozen ready to go bear hunting. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, I love those arrows, rip TKOs. We've killed a lot of shit with them, flung a lot of arrows, mm-hmm. flung a lot of long-range arrows, some, some hits and some misses, and uh, they are durable. I, I like them, man. It's my favorite arrow I've ever shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I'm literally saying that because I believe in it because we shot them before we were partnered with them and but we're partnered with them because we kind of hunted them down because we liked them so much so mm-hmm. um, the podcast is also brought to you by Gator Outdoors they are the newest official partner of Working Class uh, Wade Borman basically working class guy started his own lifestyle brand um, out of is he live in Bellevue he's in Bellevue, Bellevue Iowa area, area. Um, somewhere up that way got yes. a great group of people supporting Gator he puts out some great merch um, really proud they outfitting the working class is what they go by we got a cool partnership um, going on with them and true timber um, and more is going to unfold with that but I think Wade's going to be at Turkey Palooza and once things get normal again we're going to get him in studio to talk about what's to come a lot of exciting things in the works there at Gator, so check them out at Gator Outdoors, Facebook, and all the goodies. You're right over there, man. No, there's like a little just slapping little piece of fuzz like <laughs> floating right in front of my face. Like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, podcast also on. brought to you by Elite Archery. Uh, still, sh- we're shooting the ritual. I'm shooting the ritual 35 for turkey season. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. I think I'm shooting my wife's elite spirit for. Tur- I'm gonna try and decap some. Um, so turkey palooza. I've never decapped a turkey before, so we'll see what the old elite spirit can mm. do. It. It's got pink strings, so Ooh. look out. You know. Oh, also, we're doing a giveaway with Elite. Uh, the link is on our social pages, and I need to link that on our website. But that ends June tenth is when we'll pick a winner. So yeah, so you better uh, get to it. Yes. Uh, podcast also brought to you by Alone with Custom Gear. Talk about it all the time. They have a new group called Mobile Hunters United on social, and the camera arm, the point five is on the way. Everything's kind of held up because of the COVID right now. But when orders are back open, you can use code WCB save yourself some money. Um, also, big time, if you're getting food plot seed, use code WCB2020. Save 20% on uh, big time food plot seed. Hunter's Blend Coffee, Old Barn Taxidermy, and Can Cooker, and Loophole Optics. We're very thankful for all our partners. Very proud to be partnered with the companies we work with. It's nice that we can truly say we have friendships with every one of our partners, and it's not just some dude who's cutting us a discount uh, just so we can talk about it and seem cool like it's products we truly believe in and if anything ever happens with that we'll tell you about it like if we have a bad experience it's we'll be honest because fuck it right we yeah. should uh we should all like create fake names and become like uh have like fake personas and become pro staffers on teams like not like a rut daniels thing but yeah like well we're like like an alter ego and, yeah oh man <laughs> that's a what, great idea what was garth brooks's uh fuck, chris gaines, uh, chris gaines <laughs> do you never go full chris gaines <laughs> we're going full chris gaines getting that 10 percent off uh insert uh whatever company here you know what would be um actually hold on you know what continue the conversation i remind me i have the we already have our alter egos we just don't oh, know yeah it. we do uh oh, so we do, we do? let me uh, let, do let me i t- know about this i don't know <laughs> i want to I, I do want to touch on this uh we mentioned hunter's blend i made a coffee rub uh and i smoked a pork butt with that and let me tell you boys something that shit was amazing uh, if you want the recipe, I will give it to you, and I will give you a step-by-step uh, instructions. You know, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god, look at, dude! Hey, you should post that picture and like 
be honest, ladies, how much how much of a pro staff discount can these fellas get? So I just busted <laughs> out. You guys haven't seen this yet, have you? I have not. We've seen the picture of it, but not in person. So we have this ridiculous photo of all of us dressed in uh, either as cowboys and shitty Goodwill um, <laughs> business suits. And it's very we're, fitting. We're all incredibly drunk in this photo. And we are outside of the limo, the working class limo. And I think we're at a gas station. <laughs> a shitty gas station. Yeah. I can't remember who took the picture. The gas the, station. The, the cashier. Really, dude, that was the only gas station where the two chicks, and they were like, dude, there are some really good looking chicks working behind the counter. It so, was wild. I had it full color printed on this big, like, foot and a half wide foam board that's going to go up in the studio. Wait, who was driving the limo that day? That We paid some high school kid. Oh, yeah. And ba- we made Balin. Him, my buddy Balin. We Balin made him wear a Hawaiian shirt the whole time, too. <laughs> yes. Dude, remember the... It was so hot that day in the... Dude, the dude. AC doesn't work back there. We pulled back oh. into Austin's place at the end of the night, and that dude hopped out of the limo and hopped his car and took off. He didn't even say bye. No. I, think he, I think he had a lady friend waiting on him. Yeah. Plus, he was just sick of our shit by that we time. We were all <laughs> drunk. Drunk rednecks. Um, no, we don't do that. Talking about the real business of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for coming, Brennan and Austin. Yeah, thanks for having us, yeah, bud. Thank you. Right now in podcast land, this it's fourth season right now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Tom- yep. Okay, so by the time this airs, it'll be opening day of fourth season in Illinois. Um, Austin, first of all, congratulations, man. Thanks. Killing the turkeys. Yeah, getting lucky this year. Dropping them. Yep. Let's talk about. I mean, let's talk about that because we'll we'll build this into what Turkey Palooza is because I know people have been hearing us chat about it here and there. Yep. But let's chitter chatter. I mean, explain. You know, you had three tags, and if you want to just break it down, we'll hunt, hunt by hunt. Let's do, let's do that. Yeah. So. Well, in Illinois, you can get three tags. Um, I I like early season number one because the birds haven't been called at they're they don't know your tricks you know they haven't seen anything so that always helps and plus I'm usually not planning in the first week that season starts uh, it's just usually on the cold side so it works well for me so I got a first and then my landowner tags valid for all five seasons oh no kidding yep so I get a landowners and then I had a third. So first season comes in, I never miss opening morning. I always like to sneak out. Even if I'm working, I I go out for at least a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like right off the roost. It was windy, cold. It was like 30 degrees with a 20-mile-an-hour wind. It was nasty out. <laughs> I remember that day. I remember getting up going, hmm, I'm glad I'm not turkey hunting. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be hard <laughs> to go on and shit like that. But For uh, turkeys especially. I mean, deer, it's different because you're like, oh, we'll see deer. Yeah. Turkeys, you picture like rolling green pasture and the sun's beaming off yeah. the feathers and it's gobbling and you're like, man, it's nice autumn and short sleeves. That's what I picture. Yeah, it felt like a November rut hunt. <laughs> so the way you can beat that, you get in a nice double bull blind where it's, you know, it's breaking all the wind. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. I was, I was hearing a few gobbles way off down in the bottom to the west of me and I was kind of looking there and this was like right off the bat. I mean, it, it was light at like six o'clock. And it was like 6.20. I look over, and this bird's full strut 60 yards from me. There was a hen that was coming in, and she started looking, like, back on the opposite side of me. And I look over, and this bird's full strut 60 yards coming in. I'm like, shit, right off the roost, man. It's going to work. Filmed him. I'm self-filming. He comes in, and he goes to my decoy, and he's like 17 yards. And he goes, he's kind of walking away like he's not going to commit. So I went ahead and shot him. (laughs) Well, I must have dropped my arm or something. Shot him low, hit him low ended up not finding that bird they're they're tough to hit i mean you're yeah. talking about vitals the size of your fist for sure even yeah. at 17 20 yards you can you know things and you're can, trying to pick your spot through feathers yeah which is tough it is 
So that bird gets away, and after I reviewed the footage, that bird, I was telling Brennan on the way up, that bird's got like inch and a half to two-inch hooks. He's got freaking monster hooks on no him. No kidding. Yeah, he was a bruiser. <laughs> right? Maybe Damn, Turkey Palooza, he'll meet his fate. That's what I'm hoping. I told Brennan, I said, maybe tomorrow he'll come limping back in. Oh, there you yeah. go. Hopefully you he's, get him. He's going to die in the morning. I hope so. Ooh, I like Knock, it. Knocking on wood. You think he's alive still? <laughs> yeah. I, I think he is, yeah. I, I walked up and actually kicked him up about two or three minutes after i shot him and he took off flying flew for like 100 yards and never found any blood so hmm. i think i was just under the goody on him but a little bit under of meat the some feathers <laughs> what's that a little You're bit of meat bad. and some feathers yeah yep a lot of feathers and that was about it they're they're, they're dinosaurs man he, he's gonna be just fine he'll be fine <laughs> they're tough as shit too they're a weird bird yeah like, so i was pissed like yeah i was in the blind for 30 minutes and i'd already screwed up i'm like well that's a lovely way to start the season <laughs> So I sit there, and if you wait, like I was telling Brennan, if you just sit up on top in this pasture farm and you just wait, there are going to be birds that come to strut in this top field. Just set your decoys out there, call every half hour, just let the decoys do the work. Mm-hmm. I was just packing my shit up. It was like 9 o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pack shit up, go to work. I already had the camera off the tripod, busting up the tripod. I look up, I see two fans on the neighbors. There's a fence separate me like 80 yards from me. There's a fence Mm -hmm. and they're like a hundred yards on the other side. So long story short, they're running up and down the fence. They're so dumb. They can't figure out how to get across. (laughs) That blows my mind. That's why that's, that proves to my point where I'm like, turkeys are so dumb. They're hard to hunt. Yeah. They're, uh, I'll just say my view on this. They have a brain the size of your thumbnail. Like, they're not an intelligent animal, but their senses, their eyesight is so on point that it makes up for how stupid they are. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, that's why you leave the gate open for them. Yeah, that's why you leave the gate open when they come right in. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing to think about, you know. it's People think, oh, they're so dumb to look up in the rain. It's like, well, then there'd be no wild turkeys, so let's get real. Yeah. Right. But, so okay. they're the exact opposite of a honey badger, which honey badgers learn how to use tools to get around shit. <laughs> Let her watch a documentary. That's a bored I've been. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking honey badgers putting up rocks so they can get out of shit. I'm, I'm glad serious. you're like, you know. They're the exact opposite animal. I'm glad you're educating yourself on like turkey hunting or actual hunting, like something that like we're working on trying to make our profession. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch Planet Earth and you'll be a good, yeah. be a good turkey hunter. I can't remember the name. But there's a specific honey badger that's named in the zoo. It's wild. It's like Stromboli or something weird. I care about Austin's turkey hunt more <laughs> yeah. than I care about Any that. Anywho. Right <laughs> it's amazing. It's an animal that I would like to hunt. Dude, don't make me mute you our first day back in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it's going to happen, too. It might. <laughs> so I look up. I see these two fans. Finally, they figure out how to get across the fence, and I can just see the titties flopping. They're running. Uh-huh. You see the breast meat just bouncing. <laughs> the titties. The titties. <laughs> they're flopping. They get in. They're, I mean, they're running. I got the video camera on. I click my GoPro on, and they're two birds. At, I think I had the decoy at like 15 yards. They're mm-hmm. both right in. Draw back and smashed him on film, and he goes down. You're body shooting these birds. I'm, I'm body shooting them, yep. So I smashed him, and he goes down, and the other bird, I mean, I could have probably shot him at 30 yards, but I didn't want to be, I didn't want to punch two tags in the same morning and be done that fast. So <laughs> I would have done that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I'm like, man, these birds, nah. Well, the other one got away, and the bird I shot was a good, you know, two-year-old bird, nice full fan, long beard. Yeah. So opening morning, got my bow bird. I was pretty pumped. So the next morning I pack up, I go down to my new farm and I couldn't, it was so windy again, I couldn't hear anything. So I just take off walking to the north side of my farm and I could start hearing the gobbles. 
Well, I set up and I could I could hear birds real close, like within a hundred yards. I set the decoys up, let on a squawk. I mean it. I, and on this one, I have no blind. I'm just I'm just I've got my ass on the ground, my back to a tree, mm-hmm. and I'm sh- I'm shooting a long bow. Keep in mind, I don't have a seat or anything. I'm sitting on, so I'm shooting a thirty five oh, off the ground, sitting on my ass. Damn, that's hard to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can hear these birds coming behind me. I'm like, all right, it's going to happen right now. I got the bow up. And there's four jakes, and they come out, and they are just beating the shit out of my decoy. Like, within the first couple minutes, he's sideways. Like, he's barely hanging on the stake. <laughs> They're on top trying to breed my hen. This is at 12 yards with no blind. It was just awesome. All jakes? All jakes, all four of them. Uh-huh. Yep, they're gobbling. They're breaking in and out of strut, beating my decoy up. It was it was awesome. But I'm like, easy on the DSD. You know, that's a $200 decoy. Don't expensive, man. Fuck, fuck him up on the hey, second day I've hey, ever asshole. had him. Holla, 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 holla. Holla at you, boy. <laughs> you should so, stare, you, you need to share that story about yeah. the holla holla turkey. Okay, so, let's tell that at the end. That one's coming. I didn't know it was about a turkey. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So <laughs> after they beat my decoy up, I, I bet they were on that decoy three or four or five minutes. No kidding. And I thought, well, maybe they fooled me. You know, I thought I heard a long gobble in there. I could, I thought I heard a, a mature bird, but maybe it was just the jakes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, in the background, oh, 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 run. It just hammers. It's like 60, 70 yards. I'm like, oh, yeah, here he comes. Here we go. So I creep the release up, put it on the D loop, and there's no blind, and there's birds within 15 yards of me. So, you got, I mean, you got to be super still, deliberate. Yeah. And I'm, my head's just frozen. I'm looking out on my far left peripheral, and I just see two black blobs just running. They're just screaming in. Uh-huh. And they both get in, and the one bird spins his fan to me where he can't see me, so I do the draw and of course yeah. all the other birds can see me they kind of start getting nervous doing the, the, putt, the high head thing yep or the, I, I don't know what the term would be for that all, they all start the stretching yep. they're high head they start giraffing yeah so <laughs> i got i got drew back at 12 yards with four jakes and two long beards on the decoy and the one that i was going for didn't see me and i smacked him nice so he would run 10 yards and toppled over. So that, that has to sweet. be a good feeling. That's a tough thing to do is kill a bird yep. with no blind. I'd, I'd hit one before but never recovered a bird, and that was 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. So TJ Unger and Brady Miller kind of motivated me to try to kill a bird with no blind. Because they do that every year, don't they? They do it, and they the film time. it. They yeah. film it, and that's even harder. Yeah. So very hard to do. That's what makes me so nervous about turkeys is they get so close, and I know how spooky they can be yeah. that I start getting uneasy when they start getting that close. Like mm-hmm. when uh, I can tell the story at the end if we have time or another podcast. I got my one of my best friends, Tyler's first bird ever last week, and it was a Jake, and I was like, I was like, dude, that thing's right on us. Like, shoot the fucking thing. Let's yeah. go. I'm getting nervous, man. I don't like to let them hang out too long. So it's fun to watch them interact with that decoy, though. Like, if you have the nerves to just sit there and watch them a little bit, that's when it gets fun. Like, yeah. To watch them at ten or twelve yards, just pecking at the decoy, yeah. and you can see their mouths opening. I mean, it's you really get to see a lot of cool shit if you can wait. Yeah, and that's the thing. I need to. I don't know. I almost need to go out and and hunt them with no tag and 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 just sit there with no weapon or nothing. Just watch them like come up to the decoys. I think I would learn a lot in one sit about yep. spring turkeys on decoys. You know, yeah. Because I'm pretty green when it comes to that. If they commit, if they're running and they're coming to that decoy like that, chances are they're probably going to spend a couple minutes there just farting around with that decoy. So you got some time to kind of just chill and watch them. But I know. You're a deer hunter like me. It's all about timing. So you want to draw ahead of time. Yep. And when that shot presents itself, you want to take it. Yep. But with turkey hunting, 
if they're going to commit to that decoy like that, usually you have a little wiggle room there. Yeah, they come running yeah. in there and about to beat some shit up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's exactly you nailed it right there. I'm a deer hunter, so my mind is like, okay, he's going to pass through, yeah, draw. There's range. your opportunity. Yeah. Shoot. Okay, you know. That's yep. exactly what I do when I shot mine. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how you killed your bird. He come running in. He <laughs> gave me the opportunity. I shot him because. By the time I seen him, I shot him, went out and got him, it was one minute. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah. think, I've a spring bird on decoys, shit, have I done that? I don't think, I've shot a bird but never recovered it in Kansas, but the other one I did a Mohican sneak on. Yeah, because they held up. Yeah, with no blind. and That's got even one. tougher. Yeah, it, and it was a real unique circumstance. Some of it was luck, but it's a tough, tough motherfucker to do. But, yep. Um, so two birds in two days, right? Yeah, two birds in two days. You stud, so, man. Yeah, no it was. I was having fun. It was just every the cards were falling right. Everything was falling into place. <laughs> I was having fun. It's hard to argue with your numbers, man. Usually it's, with turkeys, it takes four or five times of going out to get something to to work out. But it, I got lucky. Yeah. And then I went and hunted with Ross one day, and he hit a bird, and we didn't recover it. So. This this decoy setup that we're using, I mean, I think I've hunted four days and killed three birds, shot four, recovered three, and I think out of the seven or eight, I think I've seen eight birds, I think seven committed to this decoy setup. I mean, it's... What are you running? It's a DSD full strut Jake with one breeding hen. Full strut Jake. Full strut Jake. What do you run, Doug? I run the mating pair with the breeding hen on the ground and uh-huh. then the, like the Jake's on top of it. Yeah. So it's like it's breeding it. Yeah. Okay, and then I bought the well i don't know how we did our deal i bought a i bought a a lay down hen an avian x lay down hen and then that what's that avian x that you had that it's I got like a of? quarter strut jake yeah yeah and that that's what my buddy killed his bird off of yep. but, i killed a lot of birds with that exact decoy real yeah yep. so okay so you're running full strut jake full strut jake you actually put your own fan on him you, oh, put, okay. you put a fan on him and i i like broke about a third of a fan off so he just got like a little v fan yeah put that on him kind of bang it up a little bit and put that on him awesome okay yeah. sweet okay so that's obviously killer so the point of the smaller fan is that an intimidation thing like yeah it's not intimidating if a bird is being a little bitch <laughs> Fair. and he sees a little bitch he's going to be more likely to come in yeah he's right? going to try and big dog it. you don't want to come in and fight jeremy beck no okay. yeah, i would but <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> so, not recommend it yeah no the the more you can i in my theory the more you can beat up feathers or bust a feather off or yeah, you know whatever you can do to make that bird look inferior. I think the more likely another bird's going to be to come into that decoy and be dominant over it. What if you just didn't put a tail fan on it? I don't know. I never tried it. I wonder if it would have the same effect. What do you think, Brennan? You're a turkey guy. I, I doubt it. What if you just I, put two feathers? I, I don't know. I like the movement of the feathers. The, the everything just one. looks so realistic right. with that <laughs> fan. It adds, it adds a lot of realism when you can see actual feathers. But that's a good yeah. point. Maybe we'll have to try that at Turkey Palooza. It would be interesting, right? Yeah. Old one feather. What if you just put, yeah, one, one feather. feather. One feather off the <laughs> Just call, it, call them old one feather. <laughs> old one feather. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be interesting to, oh, yeah. to see. I mean, we're yep. going to do it. It would look like, what the hell's wrong with that guy? It looked kind of silly since the decoy is made in full strut yeah <laughs> and there's no tail fan. i mean maybe that i mean there's probably some turkey experts i'm they're probably not listening to the show but <laughs> they're probably like what the hell but like i wonder if you just cut out a piece of cardboard in the shape and stick it in there you know what i'm saying there's a lot of companies yeah. that sell decoys that are like fake fans where yeah. you just like yeah. whoop, you spread them out yeah and they're i mean they don't look as good as a real fan, but it works. I've killed birds with decoys like that. Dude, what the back heck? in the day, like yep. the first strutters. Yep. The Avian X full struts, those are the 
cloth or whatever. Oh, they are? Them. Yeah, that's what they come with. I know. I bought an old Flex Tone. Like, it's just like a half of a body, and that's what it came with, like a foldable yeah. deal, which yeah. I don't know. What the hell is it? I, I got that one that you could always get them at, like, Farm and Fleet the or whatever. The ones? <laughs> the flambo, yeah. And, like, the head, like, you got to let it, you got to take an air dryer to it or, like, yeah. an air dryer to yeah. it to let it the looks head. Like your, it looks like your three-year-old kid drawed a chicken, and that's what his head looks like. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody 3D printed yeah. something. Yeah. The it's like a fucking rubber chicken. They're, like, chicken. $6. Yeah. I, I, did I hunt it with it? It's like, I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't successful. I'm sure those, those decoys have killed a lot of birds. <laughs> oh, yeah, no Especially doubt. They have. Okay, so we got two down. You got three tags. Three tags, yeah. So I punched two and two days and third season my next tag came in and i hunted that morning had a bird an old bird this zelke farm of mine has like four old dinosaurs on it i've never been able to kill one i've been hunting them for like three years so he comes in he's he's not running but he comes all the way into 40 yards he's full strut and he's just sitting there looking at it for like an hour and a half he's back out to 100 yards with his hand and just won't commit so i just get i kind of pulled a curd on him i got impatient and <laughs> i just busted out of the blind and left him <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> sounds like me <laughs> guilty so so for my, the record i was texting austin when i was hunting. i was like hey fuck these birds man i gotta poop <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Pretty much. So I kind of blew my chances on, <laughs> on shooting three in three days. So that bird got away. But the next morning, Ross could get away from work. So I'm like, well, let's go out. We'll go down to my new farm. We'll try to get one in. We sat there in the rain three hours. Never heard a gobble. Seen two hens. Never saw a long beard. We got impatient. Ross was like, let's go back to Jurassic Park. We're going back to my place. Mm -hmm. So we go back <laughs> north of his house. There's always birds. We busted a long beard off walking in. He was already strutting there where we were at, getting his blind, and we weren't there 20 minutes, and I think we called like one time. And this bird comes out in the field, and Ross was looking at him. He's like, I think that's the exact same bird that I saw do this, like a, I don't know what it was, a week ago. He's like, he's going to sit there at 100 yards. He's not going to come in. I'm like, I'm just going to mess with him. So, okay, I, Hold on. Can I back up a sec? You guys have been trying to kill a bird together for a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, we'd probably had, I don't know, 20, 25 sets together trying to film one of us shoot a bird yeah. and just can't get it done. We're cursed. Yeah. But this is the first hunt in the new little uh, get-around vehicle, right? I didn't bring that. I didn't bring that to Ross's, but uh, it has not yet had blood on it that's coming to turkey palooza you gotta it's throw it on yeah. top <laughs> okay so he he kind of makes this prediction on this bird yep he's like i already know this bird we're screwed he's not coming in I'm like well i'll just mess with him then so i get real aggressive on the call like three or four yelps mm -hmm. and then he, i mean you can just tell like his head's beat red and he, he won't look at the decoy and he's dinking around. He's, like, pecking at the ground, acting like he's feeding. And then when I call, he's just, like, he's looking away. He'd go back in the timber and, like, hide from us and then come back out. I'm like, I just keep playing with him. Yeah. And he was, after He was fucking with you, too. Yeah. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't think it was going to work. And after about 45 minutes, he just... 10 yards at a time he'd walk and he'd peck at the ground and he'd look at us and it, he got it within about 80 yards i'm like dude i think he's gonna i think he's gonna do it he's gonna come in yeah so he ends up coming all the way in and ross is running a nice camera so we get all this on film but he comes in and he he won't commit to it he's just kind of sketched out by the whole thing yeah so he goes to go around the back of the decoy he's probably at I don't know, about 20 yards, and I could tell he's getting ready to leave, so I do the slow draw, 
and you could see his head start starting he, to high he knew you. he knew something was going on <clears throat> yeah he was about 20 yards and i let one fly and just smashed him and you could see him <laughs> run off i'm like he's donezo <laughs> he flopped over that's awesome ross man. and i were high-fiving we're like yeah it finally happened <laughs> so we were we were pretty jacked that's, that's awesome. awesome yeah and i saw hha posted the photo mm-hmm. of you and your bird yeah, yeah ross said let's go back let's get let's get my good lens he's like i've only got my wide angle on me ross is a camera geek i'm not so yeah we go back we get his good camera stuff and set up and take some pretty epic product stuff and some hero shots and, yeah um uh, yeah some good stuff for hha they shared the picture got a, a cool bourbon barrel picture in there yeah very um, cool how many birds do you think you've killed I just counted up spurs the other day. I, I like to keep spurs. I think I'm missing like my first five, but I think I had uh, 38 or 39 sets of spurs. No kidding. Yeah. You make you made a necklace out of them or something? Yeah, I got like two necklaces and my little display case there in the living yeah. room. So That's pretty cool. I need to yeah. I need to get me one of those. Well, I got one. Yeah. Yep. I got one bird. There you go, man. Yeah, Are you, you doing know. a fan mount on yours? Yeah. Is that the deal? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're not? No. What are you doing with it? The fan? Yeah. I threw it in the garbage. No, you did oh, not. I swear to God. <laughs> you just don't care to have turkey feathers, huh? No. I mean, they're cool and stuff, but I don't even know where to put it. You can put, put it in the studio. Your, yeah, put it in your garage. I could have. It's gone now. Are you I, I've, I've, kidding I've, me? Kidding you threw it away. Dude, did you keep the God, spurs? You keep the beard? Yeah, the spurs and the beard. I all can't. right. If you're keeping the spurs, dude, that's I throw all my fans away, but I've got 10 of them. I mean, I just don't keep them. But yeah, dude, you got to keep the spurs and make you a spur Dude, necklace. we could have put it right there on the wall. I we could have. I, I've literally moved deer heads to hang up my turkey fans. So oh, I really? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling I'm, I'm seriously going to mount every Austin, and Austin got me into turkey hunting. I don't know. I think it was 2012. Well, well or let's do this before you go into that. Tell us who you are and get a little bit about your background because we haven't given you the yeah. working class introduction yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. I'm, I'm not sorry to put you on the spot yeah, like that. No, but no worries, no worries. <laughs> Our I, uh, listeners are cool. You can fuck up; they won't care. Don't <laughs> seriously trust that's, them. That's that's the Who's good thing this about asshole? this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, fuck tall, this guy. Tall ass motherfucker. Tall fucking ogre looking. Six eight looking mother. Grab your torches and pitchforks. It's a giant. Yeah. Hi. Huge bitch. That's a huge bitch. Dude, Carol Baskins couldn't even feed you to a tiger. I know. Oh, I know. Tiger would have walked away and said, nah, fuck nah too much fucking, meat. I'm fucking with that guy. <laughs> I'm not hungry. Uh, no, I'm Brennan Jensen. Uh, new to the gang here. Um, coincidentally enough, grew up uh, about four miles north uh, where we're podcasting at right now. And Which is crazy. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Good old North Henderson, Illinois. Mm-hmm. is. Uh, I think it's a population of... 150 maybe, yeah probably maybe, maybe yeah. 200 people yeah. um depends on who's pregnant or not yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which uh yeah, yeah. D- depends it's, on the mess supply that year I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was a bumper crop year <laughs> yeah. a good season or not. That, that's must have rained a lot north henderson's good for we're talking yeah. matherville is a neighboring town yeah yeah you'll rough. see somebody out on the population sign with a sharpie xing it out Plus two, minus two every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Simple <laughs> math. Minus two. Up, updated I, uh, every day. Yeah. So, no. I uh, But about three years ago, I moved down south by uh, Springfield for my job. Um, still got uh, some places to hunt up here. So, yeah. um, turkey season for, I think, it was either 2012, 2013. I went with uh, Lord Chandler. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You're blessed. Your Majesty. <laughs> and, uh, um, Your Highness. He got me uh, his my high neckness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Keep high, it high up. Neckness. You keep it up. I'm going to make you carry my robe behind me <laughs> when we walk out to the timber. <laughs> Dude, it's all, it's, all, it's all the turkey fans. I'll put you on my shoulders, carry you out to the blind. <laughs> Don't let it hit the ground. He's got everything in Austin just walking out there. <laughs> to be more successful, you didn't make me put this throne inside the fucking <laughs> ground line. <laughs> Carried a fucking lazy boy out there. It's yeah. <laughs> amazing. So you've been hunting turkey since 2012. Yeah. Well, I think it was 13. Because I got to thinking about it. We tried for like three years prior. For some reason, I just thought it was me. It was bad luck because yeah. Austin would go three times and kill three turkeys. And, yeah. Been uh, there. And then the fourth time he went hunting, he'd take me, and we see like a sparrow or a robin, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, we finally got it done, man. And I was hooked after really? that. So uh, Austin and I. Um, lucky enough uh have a pal like him he takes me turkey hunting every year lets me turkey hunt on his on his uh farm so very cool i'm i'm up north for the weekend hell yeah man yeah i met you last year when you were out yeah um, at chandler's place yep yep pretty cool man heck yeah yeah i think i think we just killed your bird we did that day that day and then you met kurt that day that's right and then you'll be at turkey palooza this year yes sir next weekend yep Mm -hmm. awesome Um, hell yeah so yeah i uh and we got to add too, like you didn't add this in. You are a big butt killer. For anyone yeah, I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm just the freaking king of the 140s and 150s, which there's nothing wrong with hey, that. No, me too, bro. Yeah, yeah I just, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm sitting in the stand and I get a picture from Austin and there's a 180 inch megalodon meat sack on my phone from him. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and pop this 145 and we're going to call it good. It's just too hard to pass a, a I 150. Know. I, I can't. I can't. But I, I'm getting to the point now where I have like. 10 deer on the wall and they're all in the 140s and 150s i need same to start here. i need to start being a little more picky we're in the same boat man yeah it's yeah. hard though you're uh, you're up in your game though like you you got an opportunity at a really good deer this year yeah uh came really close on a good one real close yep yep um the big deer bigger than 150 just they don't come around they're, yeah they're the people like, well, quit shooting the 150s and you'd have them that is true but yeah i uh it's tough yeah that i messed up on my uh what what would have been my biggest buck what what austin was just talking about mm-hmm. uh, uh the famous shoulder shot um smacked him right in the shoulder blade Oof. and it sounded like a gunshot going off and i just knew then i'm like god damn it yeah and yeah we never found him actually the uh the neighbor did find him uh the here i don't know a couple months ago a month ago shed hunting and uh Found a sheds? No, found found him, the buck I shot. Oh, uh, really? Found the found the deadhead and uh, uh, decided to uh, he wanted to keep it. So, oh, no kidding! Yep. So, oh well, that's that's part of deer hunting. Yeah, uh, that damn, happens. Damn. I don't want to ask. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to ask questions about the deer because I don't want to like just sprinkle yeah. salt in your yeah, wound. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you how big it was, but I don't know if I want to do that to you. He yeah. he would have. Uh, mid 170s he would have knocked on 180 he was like, I'll, I'll show you pictures when later but yeah he uh that one hurt he that was he was a big one that was november 13th when austin did oh, this, really? he was I, a big one he's a yeah, big yeah. damn man and i just killed <laughs> i just killed my mid 150s on the 10th yeah uh, up here like literally four four miles from where we're at right now yeah and uh I was like, man, and I got an opportunity at a 170s, you know, maybe 180s 3 days later i'm like talk about a record year and just made it made it it was a chip shot too 30 yards just hit him forward yeah man that shit happens i kind of got into that mindset too this year a little bit because i shot a 150 inch 10 yeah um in early november and i was like all right well i knew about creepy you know i was like well it's either creepy or the buck's got to be big right and 
well, I was lucky and, and got creepy, but I'm kind of in that. It's hard for me to yeah, me too. pass those deer. I mean, I feel like, Doug, you're kind of in that area too, but you've, you, I mean, you got a buck that's in the seventies, don't you? Yeah. At the 170 and then the 176. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you're, you're not in our club. Dude, I've killed but, 140s <laughs> the last two years. I I, I can't I get away from them either. I they know. just look good. I, they a nice, do. A nice they solid do. 140s, like four or five year old buck. Yeah. It still yeah, you gets get a, me fired up. You yeah. get a high yeah. 140s buck coming in. For for people who I mean I see them I'm like it's a pretty good buck I'm shooting it you know I'm yeah. not like yeah. when I see that buck I'm not like oh my god a 180 but right. if you don't have the experience and you see a high 40s or like a low 50s buck it looks like a 170 yeah yeah, oh, yeah. no doubt you know it it's like oh shit yeah that's a big buck and it is a big buck we're not yeah. taking away from that but or sometimes when it comes in at the right angle I mean it looks. It really messes you up. It's or, a yeah. monster. An eight pointer mm-hmm. that's in the one forties, yeah. in mm-hmm. my opinion, is an equivalent to a ten pointer in the one fifties. I mean, Agreed. I'll, yeah. I'll shoot a, Agreed. I'll shoot a nice solid one forties eight all day long if he's a mature deer. Agreed. One hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Some of my favorite deer are not my highest scoring deer. Like I have a buck in there that goes. He's a clean eight. I think he's one thirty seven, and just the way he sits on his head, yeah. he's like one of my favorite deer. Just the yeah. pr- one of the prettier mounts I have. Just. His hair and the shape of his rack, and he had beautiful hair. He had beautiful hair. <laughs> his hair was perfect. Luscious locks, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, six fingers on each hand. Where do you think? What would you call tipping the bucket over from? I mean, what, in your eyes, Brennan, let's let's talk about you a bit. In your head, what do you call a giant? How big does a deer have to be before he's a giant? I've always thought. Like, let me let me give you a scenario. You get out of the stand. You call Austin, dude. I saw a giant. I saw a giant. How big a deer is that? A one seventy plus. To me, I've always put that one seventy and up. To me, that's just a giant. Yeah, for I, sure. To, to me, I don't. I don't know. I, which you know, like Austin, he's got a handful of those on the wall. He's got a lot of them on the wall. I haven't seen a lot of one seventies, one eighties on the hoof. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Same so when here. I do see those, I'm like, holy shit! I missed a one seventy once. Yeah, typical ten. Yeah. But what what about for you, Austin? If I see a deer that's in the one sixties, like I know that I'm probably going to get to see maybe a couple of those in a season, and I'm hunting. I mean, seventy percent of the days that season's in, mm-hmm. like a one sixty plus deer is a it's a giant for me. Yeah. If I see a one sixties that's a mature animal, no brainer. What about you, Doug? Um, I'd say one seventy or bigger. But I was thinking, at what point do you add? fucking giant right right yeah. well but when you say you saw a fucking giant but you know I mean, that's a you know what's the difference between a 165 and a 170 is yeah that's true five inches when you break it down to that it's like it sounds weird when you break shit it down like that. because it's it's tough it, it's you can't pick inches on a deer running by yeah right, right for sure yeah. steve what is a giant to you and you can be completely honest uh a giant to me is like a like if 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 I'm looking at a deer and I can if I can look at see a deer at a distance I can see antler I'm like that's a fucking giant in in my <laughs> hey that's my, fair though that's cool though now yeah. I did I I did have an opportunity and I saw a really really big fucking deer and I, I'm thinking this deer was close to probably 160 fucking huge I it was too dark to shoot it but like I seeing that in person was just kind of a a really mesmerizing experience it was like do you know you always hear about deer like that, but to be able to see one, you know, where you're not just driving by and you just happen to catch a glance, like you're like right there in, you know, in the, in the battleground, in the, in the octagon, if you will. To me, that's, uh, 
that's a giant. That that was a giant. But what would get me excited is just any kind of deer with uh, antlers, and I can get a shot. You're talking like 115, 120s. Dude, yeah, if I, dude. If I see a 120, dude, I'm yeah. fuck. This well, yeah. guy's getting smoked. If you get your heartbeat thumping, you know, oh, yeah. you, you start getting You're going for it. For sure, dude. I see a little. Well, I remember that point though. I remember before I had my first good buck at all with a bow. I remember a guy we hunted with in Fulton County, Illinois. He's like, oh yeah, I saw like a 130 buck. And I'm like, you did? And he's like, yeah, you want to go to that spot tomorrow? He might be there again. He goes, you'd shoot that? I'm like, dude, yeah, I don't have a buck over 125. (laughs) Like, yeah, let's go. So, like, I relate with that. What about you, Eric? I think that 160, 165 class. You know, just because I don't see them very often. So when they do come in and you get that chance to see them, you're like, yep, that's a fucking giant. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of there. Like, I I think if... Like 170, of course, is like where everybody wants to hit. That's like that that point. Mm-hmm. But I think realistically, if like you put me on the spot and was like, give me a number, what you consider giant, I'd be with Austin probably in the 60s. Like, I think a one fifty high 50s they're, buck's a real good buck. Oh, yeah, they're a rare sure. animal, man. You don't see a lot of 160 type deer. Mm-mm. If you see one or two a season, I mean, that's yeah. that's a good season. Yeah, I have a 160 block. I like that my uh, tolerance is low. Yeah. That I get excited when any kind of deer comes right. in, dude. I'm like, that's cool though. But we're yeah, all like, we're all jealous yeah. of that because your opportunity yeah. to see giants is tenfold what ours is. You know, yeah. But, I mean, look at it that way. Yeah, right? it's it, it's a it's nice true. little uh, little experience. So, but know. we've all been in his in, in his shoes before. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that for sure. I, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just keep it running. You know, that's why I'm thinking if I'm turkey hunting, I see a Jake coming. I'm like, this, this Jake probably hasn't had sex either. I got I got I got a bad habit. To kill virgin animals, so <laughs> so got milk on their lips, Dude, that virgin blood. Oh yeah, but that's a, that's what keeps me young looking. Good thing turkeys don't have milk. So <laughs> any turkeys you kill, they, they, yeah, they they don't. Yeah, because they gotta chew up. You like thought about it, Luke? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he I did. Like, I was like, oh he shit! Was, yeah, I was like, little turkey gutters. He hasn't been to that episode of National Geographic where yeah, the hell yeah, he's stuck on the fucking honey badger. Dude, the honey badgers got milk, but yeah, I, the, yeah I, that's something to fucked up to think about. Yeah, the turkeys, the little chicks don't drink milk; they just you know eat regurgitated uh, bug matter. Yeah, so you just have bug matter on their own. <laughs> on your lips. Oh look, he's on got. Na- oh look, it's still got a little night crawler on its lips. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're such an idiot. I like how we went from all turkey business to just like, let's talk about deer. Okay, back to deer. Hey, man, that's what we all want to talk about. (laughs) It is. It is. Dude, it's almost like, it's weird to think about. And it's our first time back in what? Like fucking two months. You're like, man, when's deer season start? But dude, I I was counting the months on my finger, like, because, you know, this whole shit we've been under for like two months. But you kind of think about it. We're, We're getting close to that halfway point. If we're, if we're not yeah. already there, it's just I like, had a I had a really awesome guy message us out on Instagram, and he's like, "Hey man, you got any tips for? I'm going turkey hunting this week. Do you have any any tips for me?" I'm like, "I'll be completely honest with you, man. Like I've killed a handful of birds. I was like, but I'm the m- most impatient turkey hunter. Like I'll hear them gobble, and then I try to get as close as possible because I'm impatient as shit. And I was like, it's worked out for me, but it's also shot me in the foot more times than it's helped me. I was like, so go for it, man. I've had a lot of people." get a hold of me over the last couple of weeks just because I've seen some success and I've posted some pictures. Yeah. If I was going to offer anybody advice, there's been a lot of archery guys messaging me. The easiest way in my book to do it, buy a good decoy, specifically a DSD. I mean, they're fucking awesome. They are expensive, but they are awesome. Buy a good decoy. If you haven't killed one with a bow yet, set in a good ground blind, 
let the decoy do the work for you. Get in an open area like a pasture or a road or whatever where they can – the visibility is high where they can see that decoy and let the decoy do the work. Like call every half hour mm-hmm. and just let that decoy do the work, and you're you're going to have birds come into it. It's good, it's good advice, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to invest in a DSD um, probably – I'll probably check that decoy out that you have at. Yep. Maybe I'll kill a bird over it. We'll I think it we might. Um, let's talk about Turkey Palooza. Yeah. I, I don't know if we've given the rundown of what it was. I didn't get to go to the the first one. Um, this is the second annual. Yeah. Last <laughs> yeah, year it wasn't. Were you busy doing? <laughs> last year it wasn't really an official deal, but we just had so much fun with it. I just thought, why not make this like an annual spring get together? We, we had I mean, a blast last year. Oh yeah, the weather's nice. You're out with your buddies. You're shooting at birds. You're hunting for mushrooms. We picked up two giant sheds, which probably isn't going to happen this year. But that Might. was kind of icing on Never the cake. Know. But mm-hmm. we had a freaking ball last year. So I thought, let's get all the boys together again and just try to make it an annual event. So. This year we've actually got we've invited a few more people. I don't know, there might be 10 people at it, but I think most people are camera camera yep. people. Yep. Well, how many how many tags are we going to have? We'll, we'll probably one. have yeah, four three or four or five tags in camp. Yeah. But it's then, it's going to uh, be fun. Yeah, then you you three are all camera guys, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I I I probably be after mushroom. Mushroom man. Do you have an non-resident tag? No, I'll oh, be, I'll be I'll be hunting. the mushroom man. I was Oh, you are going to walk I'll, around. I'll, I'll pop by in the afternoon. Gotcha. <laughs> Brennan, do you, do you have a fifth season Illinois tag? Uh, nope, just for uh So you're fourth. guiding. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to be tagging He's going to be a guide. I, I got, got a about camera. buying an out-of-state tag with my stimulus check. But you won't be able to get it. No? They're sold out, aren't they? I think fifth yeah. is out. I think Ross yeah. told me fifth was out. Because Wade from Gator, I think he tried to buy a fifth season tag, and they're gone. Yep. How much are they? Do you guys know? I don't know if we're non-resident. I don't. I, I would guess around 150. Yeah, I, know. It's, I know it's over. It is for sure over 100. I, yeah, that's not too bad. I no. thought it'd be more. I was like what 180, roughly. I don't know. I think so. Honest honest with you. It oh. might be 200. Hell, I don't know. I was just guessing. What was our Kansas tags? What did those cost when we went down there? 180 like, bucks, 200 yeah, bucks, something like that. Wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't but, too bad. I mean, that's yeah. not bad for a turkey. No, I don't think so. Not not out of state and stuff. But um, especially to go like a camp with some peeps. Beautiful job. We uh, are the studio here. When people get up to go to the bathroom, <laughs> um, the studio door, the air pressure will pop the mics. It's kind of crazy. So how many people are turkey hunting? I got a tag. Um, Wayne Cox has got a tag. Oh, Wayne Cox oh, has got a tag. Shit. Yep. Uh, if TJ and Brady make it, they both got tags. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make. It. D- does Ross have a tag? Ross has a fifth season. Mm-hmm. So there's five. Yep. And then. Hell, is that it? I think that might be and it. And then we have... Do we, oh, have yeah. enough, do we have enough cameras for everyone? Yeah, we got enough cameras. I mean, there'll be at least a camera person for each one, but the cool thing about it is it's each person can have a role. So if it's like if Doug and Eric are going to come with me or with whoever, like, hey, set the GoPro up by the by the decoys, somebody run the GoPro from their phone, like turn it on, and then somebody run the other camera. It can kind of be a... Yep. We can kind of do something. Or if you need celebratory beers, I'm your guy. Hey, I can bring them to you. Just send me some (laughs) coordinates. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know with anybody last year. We just mushroom hunted. Right, which was fun. That was a good time. We didn't. We didn't find many mushrooms. We found a few, but I think I found zero. We we found we <laughs> found two yeah, hammers. See a fucking mushroom. We found two life. hammer sheds, biggest yeah, sheds I found all spring. Doug found one, and I found one. Just I'm the same way with mushrooms, what? dude. Like Austin's like pointing at him. He's like it's right there. I'm like, yeah, I see it. Is I gotta look at my backyard. I did not see it. <laughs> <laughs> 
is Austin is uh, is your lovely wife going to be cooking again this uh we should it? have some meats. Golly. Yeah, we some should meat. have some turkey. I got uh, got a couple breasts that we're gonna unthaw, and we'll do uh, do some turkey kebabs, mm. and maybe do some turkey bites, like deep fry them. Those yeah. w- that was what we had last year, right? Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. we had the, yeah. the fried up mushrooms. Oh my! I think I'm gonna hit the. Uh, I'm gonna bring the old podcast equipment. We'll do the. Oh yeah. Oh. We'll just do the X Y mic, so we won't have like headsets and stuff. I'll just set it on the table, and we can sit around it and chat. Hey, we got to get practiced up for bear camp, <sighs> dude. I know. I was just thinking about that. What, talk about the craziest – I'm sure we'll do a pre-hunt podcast soon, but it's the craziest hunt plan. Clint Casper calling you yelling at me. You, you're going to book this bear hunt you're coming with. Uh, what? Uh, where? When? Like, what's the details? I don't understand. Why are you screaming at me? It's Monday. I'm tired. That, that's because <laughs> he always screams. That's pretty much yeah. how it went. And then Devin Leonard called me, and I've, I've chatted with him, but, you know, I met him through Clint – and he's like all jacked up. Oh, dude, we could make the coolest bear camp. You, they got a spot left. You, come on. So and then it turned out, you know, we offered them to listeners and whatever. So basically, myself, Clint, Austin, Ross, um, a couple listeners, and Devin, Ty Glenn, um, Tay Young, the whole gang, um, all the Western boys meets Midwest out in Wyoming for bears. Wouldn't doing that. May twenty fourth, we leave. Holy shit! Damn, coming right up. It's coming. Is up it the twenty twenty third or twenty fourth? We leave the twenty fourth. We cu- we fly back the the thirty first. Cool. So it's a full it's less week. than a month away. Yeah. So I've been shooting my bow, and I've got to make sure I got a healthy supply of arrows, and it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a blast, man. Yeah. Just looking at that scenery, looking at those mountains, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be cool, and I'll say this. So the goal is that we're going to go back to the same camp next spring um, is what we're talking about. More details will come out, but um, we're hoping that we can have a working-class camp out there and we can get some listeners to come hunt with us. That would be the plan. That would be fun. So we'll t- we'll talk about it more. The plan is I'm bringing equipment with us for those <laughs> in the canvas wall tents, and we're going to try and podcast in camp every morning or every night. I know um, I was talking to uh, Trey the guy whose whose place it is and he's like yeah sometimes like once we make the trip back through the mountains it might be midnight for your back at the at the tent right. goes, but we don't go out first thing in the morning we get up and like cook breakfast and kind of hang out so it sounds like we'll be too tired i mean maybe not depends you know we'll, we'll, i imagine we'll podcast after breakfast every yeah, morning yeah we can do a morning podcast yeah well i'm looking forward to it man never hunted wyoming before Building points there. I've never been either for elk, and I've so. hunted Utah, Idaho, Colorado, but never been, never been to. You're Wyoming. building points for Wyoming, aren't you, Eric? Yep, for elk. Yep. Are you Doug, Steve, Brennan? Anyone? I should. Be. I'll have two of elk, deer, and antelope this year. I have two. I have two elk points. So two elk points, and I think I have one mule deer point there, and then I got four or five in Utah. It looks oh. like a pretty decent outfitter as far as mountain lion. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the deer looks really good. The elk looks good. Dude, I mean, the elk a, look unreal. Yeah, like 300-plus bulls. It yeah. looks like a really good outfitter to be yeah. hooked up with. Double Diamond Outfitters. Um, Trey, I don't know how to say his last name. He's in western Wyoming. So he seems like a really good dude. Talk to him, and he's like, I'd like to get out to the Midwest and see what one of them big whitetails is all about. I'm like, we'll have to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Might know a guy. Yeah. We, we, know, we know some people. We can figure okay. this out. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. Um, not nervous. It's just kind of like 
with the COVID bullshit. And then it's always unnerving to pack for a trip like yeah. that when you're used to your day hunts in the Midwest. Yeah. Right? Because you know you're going to forget gonna, something. Mm-hmm. That COVID stuff's going to suck. I'm, I don't like wearing a mask, but probably mask up because we're going to be going through, what, three different hot spots on the way home. I just read an email from American Airlines. We have to wear masks on the plane. Mm-hmm. They will provide them. Mm-hmm. But you have to wear them. I've been wearing a mask at work. Ross already told me he's making Crown Royal bag mask. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, of course he would. Leave it yeah. to Ross. Wait, wait, he can make probably 400 of them, good Oh, yeah. That he is... can supply the whole plane. <laughs> is Ross going? Oh, yeah. Oh, he is? Awesome. Yeah. Dude, that was my uh, my mom texted me today. She goes, hey, I made you a mask, and it was a little camo mask. I'm like, oh, shit, I can use that turkey hunting. <laughs> it looks fucking cool. It looks super good. It's like it's nice, but I'm like, I, I, I didn't want to tell my mom, like, mom, I don't believe in that bullshit, but. You know, it, it's it's such a nice. That's your mom. It, it's such a nice gesture that she did. But yeah, it looks you want, real good. You want to know how Ross ended up going? So we thought. So we had what do we have? Two spots that they wanted us to to sell for the outfitter, and we're like, yeah, we could do that. It'd be cool to get some listeners out to hunt with us. And we did the podcast late at night, like it was like nine nine thirty when Clint and I launched it. In the morning, I was already getting text messages from Devin and Clint. Oh, hey, like shit's off the charts people want to go i'm like wow that's incredible like less than 24 hours people are freaking out it's awesome sold one right away and then there's a bunch of people in limbo on the other spot and and then ross kind of got interested and was like ah maybe i should go i called ross i'm like dude just just don't even talk we're going bear hunting he's like okay i'm like (laughs) okay okay (laughs) bye well i'll talk to you later it was to the point where I was like, is Ross going out? He's waiting to talk to his wife, and they're going to figure it out and kind of do the planning. I'm like, well, like he's got 10 minutes like to figure this out because it's going to go right now. So I call him, hey, you going? Uh, I got to talk to Robin. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you need to call her right now and call me back because this spot is going to sell in the next 10 minutes. I guarantee it. And he's like, okay. Calls me back like three minutes later. Well, I got to buy a new furniture set for the living room, but I'm going bear hunting. <laughs> you can only go if you buy new furniture. Okay, I'm going. Right. All right, done. It's like there's worse things. So yeah. so he's going to be good to shoot his bow, right, with his hand? Yeah, he's, yeah. He, uh, he shot that bird there a couple weeks ago, had a brace on, but nice. running low poundage on a bow. But, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be Atta ready. Yep. But, yeah, that's one of those things. And then uh, I, we actually sold three spots. Another listener that doesn't deal with social media – um, basically bypassed Clint and I and just called the outfitter directly. And he's like, hey, is there a spot available? And the guy's like, yeah, but, you know, it's going to have to be a rifle for you because I'm, you know, I want the bow hunters having the best bow hunts they can, and which is cool. Um, but, yeah. so That's awesome. And then he, I, I, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I get even confused with a few emails, but there's a lot of people that reached out about it. So we'll have, if we do this hunt next year, we'll talk about it more. There will be opportunity to do this hunt. It's like a horseback in the mountains bear hunt. So, pretty cool. Going to be excited. Oh, yeah. Wall cool. tent, man. Wall tent camping, that's just fun. I'm excited. That's going to be really fun. That's what we be did in Colorado last year, or two years ago, yep. elk hunting. Oh, really? Yeah. Me, Austin, and his old man, Mark, Marky Mark. Oh, we, yeah. Uh, yeah, we went on that Marky elk hunt. Yep. Wall tent for, we're there, five, uh, five days. Yeah. Five days, six nights. Yeah. Some of those, those are one of those like big ass tents, right? Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. just a big canvas tent. Usually has a cook stove in the middle of it. That's the one you yeah, passed out in in uh Nebraska. I think I think that's the <laughs> one we're thinking of. There are in uh, uh at the Nebraska deer uh 
Deer Expo. There was like a oh yeah yeah yeah. I think like Bass Pro had <laughs> yeah. a one set up, but it looks like you know every time you see like those old time war movies, it's like. Dude, is this where the generals like forming up plans and shit? <laughs> Who had the tent? You have one of those. What's that? The uh, you have one of those campus tents or the outfitter? The what? It wasn't really an outfitter, I guess you could say. It was, it was like a do-it-yourself hunt that we booked through an outfitter, but yeah. they already had the camp established. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, it was on public ground. We yeah. we actually saw some elk, and yeah. <laughs> Brennan saw a freaking uh, mule deer that'll haunt your dreams. We're not talking about oh, it. oh freaking uh, monster. Could have shot him. Uh, yeah, well, I'm talking six yards for wow. When I say five whole minutes, when you have a mule deer at this caliber at five whole minutes, it, the wind was in my face. He had no Seemed idea. Like it was five there. hours, I bet. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here like points I, going I, everywhere. Yeah, just, just a non-typical monster. huge. It's uh, what you dream about. And, okay, and I'm just sitting there. With an elk tag and probably a hard unit to get a mule deer tag. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we yeah. we made that call before we went out. I'm like, I don't want to see a deer like that and yeah. not be able to kill it. Well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> we um, had a bear tag. I saw a black bear too. Uh, glassed him for a while for like 20 minutes, just walking the mountainside. And we had a bear tag, but he was uh, far, far away. And no I was in elk mode, not bear mode. I'd, killed a bear before hadn't killed a elk so yeah i was in elk mode yeah oh yeah it's it's you always see shit that you're not hunting yeah no and, kidding wouldn't it funny like if you if it's not an elk like i don't know i saw an elk bugle in my face in oregon but i didn't have an elk tag and i, I thought it was really amazing but i was kind of like all right move along i'm hunting deer like right you know i took right. it in i appreciated the moment oh yeah but after it was done i was like all right come on skedaddle yeah it's like, <laughs> time to go yeah. like you forgot about it right away yeah um hey one thing real quick like speaking of outfitters and stuff um, J- Jordan, I, man, I I feel bad because I don't actually know the pronunciation of his last name. Uh, Genzer, Genzer, um, he's from Northern-ish uh, Wisconsin. Great dude. Um, he actually makes like legit neon signs, mm-hmm. like the old school way, like the cool trades type way. Really, really interesting. I was talking to him about it. It's it's freaking mind blowing. I want to have him in. We're talking about him making a logo, legit neon sign for the studio, for the window. But I want to get him in here, and he owns a big resort that will uh, up in northern Wisconsin. We're gonna we'll t- we'll do a podcast on it and all that. Maybe up there one day. Um, but he works with Rolling Bones. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, that's who we booked that's, through. Yep, that's who we Are went you through. Fucking kidding me? Yeah. Okay. He called me the other day. He's like, "Hey, man, I heard you on the podcast say something about how like a moose hunts your your first like your dream hunt and whatever." I'm like, "Yeah." He goes. Hey, I'm a like a hunt specialist for Rolling Bones. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested? I, I I can set you up. You can try it out and check it out. Tell the boys about it. And I've been meaning to tell you guys like two days ago. Get on there. You can go and like set up what type of hunt you want. Oh yeah. And then they match you with these hunts and and like what your budget is and what you're looking for out of the hunt. And they have all like sorts with of and everything. Yeah, and it's all places the guys from Rolling Bones have actually been. So the reviews are legit. So when you go on there, you're not actually, you're not guessing. Like you know what you're getting right. by what they tell you you're getting. Right. So I like they, I they, like their service because the I, points. I, yeah, I call yeah. them up and I say I want to put in and this or you tell me which states I need to put in that are easy to get or that are the cheapest to get. Where are my odds the best? And they they give you information on which units to put in for and everything. Like mm-hmm. it takes for an East guy. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of accumulating points. So they're actually, they get all your uh, 
hunter so numbers I mean, for all the different states, and they actually put in for the points yeah. for you for all the states. It takes a lot of the headache See, out that's of it. Who you, that's, that's, you what you we, that's what we need. Yeah. That's, who that's who's through. been doing your points all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, that's who dude, I use. I feel like Son a moron. biscuit. Mac, oh, Mac yeah, gets that Austin. shit. That shit is a headache if you do it by yourself. Oh, it is. Well, when you yeah, when you're an Illinois boy, you don't understand the point system. I mean, and a lot no of idea. a lot of people. Uh, every state's different. Should I call so. Jordan? See if Jordan's available. Just hop on real quick and tell us about that's, it. Yeah, that's like, cool. Give him a ring. Like for Iowa, me and Eric, you just go to Walmart and get a tag. Right, right. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah every Same state's here. different. Some states are easy to draw for. Like I could take care of a couple states myself, but you can't remember all those deadlines and like and Jeez, all the species yeah. are different. I mean. When you're trying to build points in mm-hmm. five or six states, it it's gets a confusing. Pain in the ass, man. Let's see. Um, I just texted them. I wonder if uh, they're going to have. Uh, just call them out of the blue. So you guys like, hey, we're on a podcast. <laughs> just do it. I can't do that. Yeah, Brennan and I are going to try to team up and whack a bird tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. Yep. I'll be going Saturday and Sunday. Perfect. That yeah, yeah with that guy it. with rolling bones. His name is I would have been Matt Getz. tagged out, but Eric texted me literally. <laughs> was it Friday night? You're like, hey, there's one guy tag. What time you want me to be there tomorrow? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Hey, you've been Let's killing be it as a guide, yeah. man. You've yeah. been killing it. You should be a turkey guide. You should be. That counts as turkeys under your belt. Dude, it's honestly just as fun for me. Like, yeah. when oh, you can go out and call, it, call a turkey, bird, that's that, amazing. it's almost better, you know? Oh, when Tyler shot his first bird last weekend, I was the guide for that. I was stoked, man. Yeah. I might have been a little more stoked than he was. Yeah. The funniest part was when, on mine, we were like, Doug's like, get out there, get him, go get him, go get him. And then we we're like, we couldn't figure out to get the fucking blind open, you know? So we're fiddle fucking <laughs> around uh, with that. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> buckle and not a zipper. Oh, so Eric's yeah. trying to find the zipper. I'm trying uh, to look for a zipper, you know, because when he got in there, it was dark as hell. Yeah. And he shut it. I'm like, where in the fuck is the zipper at on this thing? Oh, <laughs> well, you could just be like Brendan and dive out the front window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could Brendan's, Brendan's six foot eight. He's just ripping a new hole in the blind. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> it's funny. My cousin's last weekend when he shot it, it flopped literally to the blind. <laughs> I just reached over. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Mine starts running yeah, away from Yeah, yours run away from you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to call him quick. Let's try it. I convinced him to go for headshots. We don't do this often. Just get people on the end of a show. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're recording. Just a muzzy three blade. That's cocky. Hello. Hey, man, what's up? How are you? Hey, we're recording right now, and we are actually (laughs) (laughs) kind of talking about you. And so, hey, how do you say your last name? Gensmer. Was I way off on that? Yeah, you were. Anyway, first of all, this is random. Like, we're at the end of a podcast. We started talking about Rolling Bones. I didn't realize Chandler had been using it. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, no shit, because I was telling them about how you told me about it. So if you want to introduce yourself quick, and then randomly we'll cut into, like, what Rolling Bones is. Well, I'm Jordan Gensmer. I'm from uh, northern Wisconsin, Hayward, Wisconsin. Um, I came uh, Rolling Bones Adventure Specialist here about a year ago. Um, It's pretty cool. Um, Basically, it matches... um, the hunt to the hunter so it's kind of like in layman's terms it's kind of like a dating service for a hunt <laughs> I like basically it. that's I a good way to explain pretty, that yeah i don't know it's like it's uh it's a pretty cool um it's a cool deal if you don't know like out west hunting or even if you don't know midwest hunting um you can uh basically uh get hooked up with a hunt and and it uh yeah it's just a great way to uh match yourself to a hunt that you know you can do yeah because so it's funny, I had talked with Austin about, hey, what states are you putting in for, for points? Oh, I have this company does it. And you probably told me the name. It just didn't stick with me or something like that. Well, mm-hmm. then when you told me about it a few days ago, we talked on the phone. 
and you kind of like, oh, check it out. Just let me know what you think, and you know, it'd be something cool to share with our listeners. And then it's, it's like, oh yeah, that's who I use to do all my preference points. I'm like, dang, I need to start doing that. To take the headache out of trying to remember deadlines and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of funny. So if someone is interested in getting with Rolling Bones, what do they? How do they? Can they contact you directly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can send me uh, you can send me a text message or hit me up on Instagram. Uh, my name is uh, Jordan Gensmer on there. Otherwise, I also run an Instagram uh, page called Pull Back and Let Go Outdoors. Either one is fine. Yeah, and then I was just telling everybody about how you do the neon signs, like the old school yeah. style. I'm actually I'm actually at the shop right now. I I surprised I had enough service for you to get a phone call in here, but <laughs> yeah, I'm standing right out front right now. I'm just starting to get my stuff uh, ready and um, do a little uh, do a little work tonight. It's That's awesome, a- man. It's a lost craft for sure. Yeah, well, I get uh, I like watch. I don't know if the if I if Eric is there, but uh, the guy that does the TIG welding, I like love that stuff too. That's Eric. Like, no, that's start. when you said welding the glass together, or whatever that post was. I'm like, <laughs> yep, you got me intrigued now. Yep, yeah, you guys got to get up here, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, talk about the resort too, because I just told them you own the resort, but of course I don't know all the details, obviously. But oh yeah, we have a my wife and I own a resort up in Hayward, Wisconsin. Um, it's called Anglers Haven Resort. Uh, we have seven seven cabins on uh, Lake Lacoudere. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're getting ready for season here and, uh, we open, uh, May 1st with, um, obviously some limitations that's going on right now, but, um, yeah, we're hoping for, uh, to redeem ourselves here. Come once they lift this travel ban deal and, uh, have a normal summer and hopefully everyone get back to, um, normal life. But yeah, we're, we're ready for season and, uh, we have fishing, we make homemade pizzas and, uh, yeah, we're just kind of that cool place on the lake that you can chill and you can come as you are type thing. And then the WCB uh, retreat out there. I heard right. you guys sell line and kugels up there. Oh yeah, line and kugels. We're an honorary liney lodge. Yep, we um, liney lodge. We we're an honorary liney lodge. Uh, yeah, we're um, we know the line and kugels are a great family, and um, we're uh, you know proud to serve their beer over the bar. We're draining it right now. That's why I had to bring it <laughs> up. Funny. What do you got? What do you got going, dude? I'm a summer shandy geek, man. Yep, that's it's so good. good. It's that so is good. a good seller. So I could summer. drink this all day. Oh yeah, <laughs> all year. It's dangerous. They're uh, they're dropping a new one here real quick. It's called Drink Wisconsinably. Have you heard of that? No, they have like their like own that. Instagram that's page. Awesome. Um, but they teamed up with Lightning Googles, and they're actually um, uh, bringing a beer out here real quick. It should be dropping like May first. I'm guessing. Oh, um, no kidding. We'll have it at the bar, obviously, but uh, yeah, it's I haven't tried it yet, but I hear it's good. So, well, we got to get up there, man, do some fishing and some beer drinking and some podcasting. Yeah, they, awesome. absolutely. Go did ahead, they, Steve. Oh, sorry. Do they do, do they still do that uh, lumberjack show up there in, in Hayward? They do. Yep. Or, uh, you, you <laughs> I love that the, shit. You got yeah, you got me on the spot, but I think it's like the oh, July. It's either the end of June or I think it's the end of June. It's like in the twentieth, nineteenth area. Uh, lumberjack world championships yep really cool stuff we uh when kelsey and i were dating um we used to come up to her cabin that's how i got up in this area and um yeah we used to go to those shows it's super cool if you've never if you've never experienced the hayward area you gotta do it at least once yeah i uh we <laughs> my family we stayed up uh we stayed up at kind of a resort kind of similar to you guys there was like seven cabins at lower e. claire lake or whatever and uh 
It was awesome. I remember, like, and they gave you that, because uh, we went to that giant fish museum. Obviously, you have to do that, go in that yep. giant. Oh, yeah, yep. <clears throat> go in the giant fish. And then uh, we, you get that log signed and crammed by the lumberjacks. You know, they're great yep. actors. And I remember I was at my buddy's house, and I saw that same log with the same printing. I'm like, dude, I have that. You've been up to Hayward? And he's like, yeah, my family has a cabin up there. And I'm like, this whole time, you know, it's a cool area, man. And I've, <laughs> I haven't been up there since I was a kid, but I always remembered that. And funny enough, my dad ran into somebody we knew up there. They're like, what yeah, are that's how it always is. It's, it's, it is, it is it is awesome. funny how many people have been to Hayward. It's like, you, you know, when you live here and you're like, oh, it's a small town. Nobody knows where Hayward is. And then like, uh, when Kelsey and I went on our, um, uh, elk trip here two years ago, we ran into people that had been to Hayward. It's like, you're out in Montana and people know about Hayward, Wisconsin. It's just, it's kind of funny, but it's, it, yeah, it's definitely a cool area. Um, yeah, like I said, if you've never been to Hayward, you got to try it once. Never been there. So I've been there. Yeah, try it once. We <laughs> got to try it once. once. So I heard. So someone told me. I don't know. <laughs> little, little birdie told me. Well, hey man, I didn't mean. To, I was gonna just call you, but I, I would never want to be just be. Hey, just let you know you're being recorded. You're on air. <laughs> I don't want to do oh, that. No, no, I no, no problem. I appreciate the heads up, and I'm happy it uh, worked out. I'm just uh, stepping into the shop here to. Maybe get some glass hot here, so maybe you'll see something on there tonight. I will come up and try that sometime. Yeah, absolutely. You got yeah, it. that'd be fun to try. Dude, I'd, I'd destroy everything in that. I would probably, touch but... It. <laughs> well, Steve can't go in there for sure. Well, I'm a sheet metal worker. <laughs> he just walks in and <laughs> breaks glass. <laughs> 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 Trip, trips you could, into you whatever stand, rack. You could stand Is that outside. expensive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Well, yeah, some of them are expensive. It just depends on what you're, uh, what you're doing. But, yeah, there's some... You know, there's some vintage stuff that's that's uh, expensive, and and there's also some like you know, like guys are like, oh, I got a beer sign. Can you fix my beer sign? It's like your beer sign's worth like 15 bucks, dude. Like, no, I can't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a new one. <laughs> that's funny. Get an LED like a normal human right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you, man. Um, I know your full length podcast is coming more about Rolling Bones, and man, hopefully we get up there to the resort and. Do some fishing, some beer drinking one of these days. So Absolutely. We'd love to have you guys. All right, brother. Awesome. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, man. Talk to you later. Later. Hey, that was fun. That was fun. Um, but, yeah, kind of cool. That's ironic. Very cool. I didn't yeah. realize the same connection there. Small man, should, world. Yeah, should we enter there? I think we should. Oh, wait. Are we going to hear the holla holla? Or is that for a, uh, is that going to be for a turkey palooza? That might be we'll, a good turkey palooza story. We'll save right, we'll that save for that turkey palooza. So, we'll build it up a little bit. Stay tuned. All you need to know is. Holla. 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 Holla.